0: And we are back with Lisa Waters Lane in the studio. She comes each week with your garden questions. Just what are people talking about? And oh, are people talking? So I'm like, I'm now mopped as I walk across the garden. <laughs> it's finally nice to have gardeners out. It We've is. been pent up way too long. Oh,
1: my goodness. So. Long winter. I'm glad it's over.
0: Yeah. Welcome to the studio, Lisa.
1: Thank you. Good yeah, to be back.
0: I keep hearing you over and over and over. I think it's been winter since like last summer, it's been terrible. <laughs> So they're just really tired of all this cold. And, mm-hmm. and so they want to get out. And now they, they finally said, we're all going to go. It's like in unison. Someone hit a button and everyone went,
1: garden center. It's, <laughs> it's, nice. fun. it's fun. I love the energy of people out. Um, they get excited about seeing plants. They get excited about seeing the colors, the smells. Yeah. Uh, it's a fun thing.
0: I haven't seen any butter. I saw one little butterfly. But I really haven't seen. I've seen lots of box elder beetles. I know Ooh. the aphids are out. Bees
1: so are out.
0: You're, you're, bees are out. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. They're on the on the lavender, not uh, rosemarys, yeah. and what They're is that, manzanitas and stuff?
1: Around looking for stuff. Yeah. Gotcha. They're
0: hungry when they first come out of the oh, hive. Yeah. They've been hibernating for four or five months.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: They're looking for any kind of flower.
1: Right. So, when well, we've got it,
0: we got flowers: <laughs> pansies, violas. I, I was teaching the class, and um, people were walking out going, "What is?" What is that smell? It's it's violas. Go, no, that's not it. Going, Here, picked up about a bottle of it's a little eight inch or 10 inch right. basket. Here, smell. This it goes, yeah, that's, that's it, it. it. That's a viola. They do smell
1: good. I <laughs> they love do. walking by it because it is just a really nice, sweet smell.
0: It feels like spring. It smells like spring. Robin Williams said, spring. It's when the part, it's when the, what do you, what do he quote it? He said, uh, spring is when the landscape says, let's party. Oh, no, no. <laughs> Spring is when the gardens say, let's party. And they all just kind of open up all at once. Mm-hmm. You got to love Robin. Oh, my gosh. Miss, yes, him. miss him. He's a very good comedian. Yes, he was. So right. with that, we go questions? from comedy, <laughs> my bad comedy, or <laughs> yes. misstepped comedy to questions and we've got.
1: Right. So Sherry would like to know, she has some ornamental grasses. She's got grass, Carl Forrester, and some pampas grass. Right. Wants to know, when should those be cut back? Yeah,
0: okay. That's easy, Sure sherry is that did i get that right yes okay so sherry um now there you go cut them back <laughs> simple answer so march usually end of whenever so after the new year here's when you cut back grasses after the new year mm-hmm. whenever the snow finally beats them up they start to lay down <laughs> and look terrible so pampas grass they had those beautiful plumes at the end of the year and then they just it got snow and they just kind of fell over and they looked like this mangled mess. yeah oh, man. that's your cue so whenever they start bugging you, they said they look bad. Cut them back. Now how far?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So the pimp, everything goes back to about ankle high, except for the pampas grass. That one will go back to about knee high, and you'll see where that matting or the uh, I call it curly cues or there's mm-hmm. an under matting. Take it back to there. Okay. And so you want fresh new, you want fresh new growth coming up, not competing with the last year's growth. Mm-hmm. So it has this brown yeah, kind of mangled dead. look dead look yeah get rid of all the dead in fact your coral forester grass I'll bet that's already got some new growth starting to come mm-hmm. up so things There's are actively growing yeah. cut it back fertilize them with the all-purpose plant food. that 744 food has got bird guano basically in it and the the bird poop the grasses just think okay. they've died and gone to heaven They're like this is great and they just grow like crazy and we mixed with the, with the bird guano cottonseed meal, which makes better plumes. So you mm-hmm. get better better flowers or plumes coming up on those grass. And so that's kind of how you do it. So, Sherry, okay. now. Get busy. I'd say I would say I in the next two to three weeks, you should have them all cut back and fertilized.
1: Okay. Next question is from Randall in Prescott Valley. He wants to know, what is the difference between a shrub rose and a tea rose? And will one do better in a container?
0: Oh, man, Randall. I could do a whole section, whole whole show just on that question alone. Let's see if I can summarize this really quick. And so his was shrub and tea, rose. tea roses. So hybrid teas, those are the ones that your grandmother grew. Long stem roses, a great big flower, traditional rose. Mm-hmm. On top of that, there's a long stem rose that has one or multi, it's almost like a firework went off, Boing. like multiple flowers in the end of this long stem. Those are called Floribunda roses. Mm-hmm. They typically get about the same size, hip high or so, right. that kind of thing. Then you go to shrub roses. Mm-hmm. Shrub roses are low care. I want lots of color and I don't want to think about it. I don't want to count back three nodes, <laughs> cut it at a 45 degree angle and just, I just want it to bloom and mm-hmm. we use them for hedges, use them in containers, we use them mm-hmm. To align to, to property lines, uh, they get up about hip to uh, maybe chest high or so, depending on the model. That's the difference. Now, that one will have a smaller flower, but more of them. So there's more flowers. And they tend to, all of these are repeat bloomers. So all that we sell here at Waters, we know people want not just one flower once and done. We want flowers for the whole season. Those are repeat blooming roses. Mm-hmm. All of these come in repeat They come in multiples, but if you're shopping here at Waters, we only sell repeat-blooming roses. That's the difference. Then the last one, I guess there's two others. We've got ground cover roses or carpet roses. Mm -hmm. These are roses that get no higher than knee-high, maybe even shorter than that, and they kind of sprawl. They spread out. Instead of going up in a shrub, they spread out, and they're great for ground covers. Mm -hmm. And so we'll use those at the edge of driveways at the front end of raised beds and they flow over in between boulders. they love the full sun, take the heat and they bloom kind of like a shrub rose. So Mm -hmm. smaller flowers, but a lot of them in continual bloom. Comes in lots of colors. Oh, the last one. Oh, I got uh, 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 vining or climbing roses. These are the big boys. I got a fence. I wanted to climb up the fence. I wanted to climb up a trellis. I want to go down a barbed wire fence. These are climbing roses. They're big. They'll get easily 10 foot tall and 10 foot wide with a classic big, kind of like a hybrid tea, mm-hmm. a big flower to them in lots of different colors. And that's right. your difference. What would I grow into in a, in a pot? Let's go back to Randall's. This is just for question. everyone. Let's go back. To this, bring <laughs> it back around. Randall, I would, I would go with shrub roses. Any of these roses will grow. Not any of them. I'd say shrub, hybrid tea floribunda, or the... Um, Carpets will all grow in containers. Mm-hmm. I get a container that's at least 18 inches wide. By deep, you can go a little bit bigger, yeah. 20 inches or so, a bigger pot. Mm-hmm. You're better off. It'll last for years and years it will grow in that pot. Plant it directly into water's potting soil. That's our grower's mix. That That's a medium that roses just love. They'll root into that and, and, and give you flowers nonstop mm-hmm. for years. Pick your favorite color and roll with it. Yeah. Did we get all of his questions? I think, think so. About it? It went too so. far. Sorry. <laughs> to... That was a complicated question. Do
1: we like... do a class on roses?
0: Uh, I have. I've got uh-huh. an article written right now. In fact, okay. I just released on our website how to prune roses. Okay. So there's lots of information if you're looking. But yeah. we've...
1: Or come in and talk to us. We've We're got
0: uh, lots of new varieties of roses right now in stock. Mm-hmm. And then the third or fourth week, we'll look at the weather. We have a thousand roses showing up all in bloom. Mainly florabundus and uh, grandifloras, hybrid teas, uh-huh. all the traditional ones, they'll all be a bloom at Bloomin once. We're, we're lo- front loading for Mother's Day weekend, so lots of color. So that's kind of the sequence. You can plant them whenever you find them. Stay away from bare root roses. Can I tell you that? I was at I won't say which box store, but it's in the middle of this warehouse. These bare root roses it's a rose, it was dug out of the ground thrown into a plastic bag with some sawdust has no roots and it was starting to grow in the bag with no light. No, I'm just going, anyone that buys one of those is doomed, doomed to failure. Don't do that. We don't sell bare root roses here because they fail 50% of the time. And that's with gardeners taking care of them. Mm -hmm. If you're buying it out of a warehouse, you're even less than that, but you're just doomed.
1: Especially go with a rooted, in
0: go yeah. with a rooted rose. It
1: Our be springs are are rough, and if you put in a, a bare root, it's really going to struggle. So, Ken and Lisa Lane, the oh Mountain gosh, Gardeners.
0: Done. We are out of time. We'll be right back after this. Okay.